Okay, so today is day 47 of Prairie 90 Day Prayer Challenge. So when I first um, came up with this idea that this is something that I wanted to do, I immediately wrote your name down. I was like, I got to get Sierra to pray with me on one of these days because um, just where you are in life right now is just so, it's just so beautiful and powerful to me because I personally know you and I know where you came from mm -hmm. and not so much that um that you were a bad person or anything but to know that God has really pulled you in and you're so bold and confident about it so that just makes me even more um I want to say even more a believer but it just shows me how real God is because God will pull you in and use you like just how you are. Mm -hmm. And the last time I saw you in person was, was it a revival? It was like, I guess, something like that. It was, yeah, it was, was kind of like that, yeah. I don't know if that's but what it, it started, so out, started out as, but it ended up going there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it was so good, and I was just so blessed, and... I really want to hear about your testimony because so we met in middle school and we became friends. We got really close in high school. We got even closer and then we went off to college. Yes. And you know, at one point we thought we might be able to go to the same college. We thought we both were going to South Carolina State in Orangeburg. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. right. So um, it didn't happen, you know, everything happens for a reason, but I'm excited to reconnect with you, especially now, because I'm all about growing, I'm all about being a woman of God, because it's not just about me anymore, it's about my family. Right. So um, I want to hear from you, and you tell me about how did you get to this place where you are now, with your maturity in Christ, and when did you know that? you know what, I want to go all in. Because you're really like all in. You're not just um, a, a attender of church. You're just not attendee. Like, you're, you're there serving. You're there leading. And you just got back from a missions trip from Uganda. So how did you get to where you are right now? Yeah, Reggie's talking about all in. <laughs> He's another one from Jackson. <laughs> and no. But, um, man, it's it's just been such a journey like um like you said you've known me since middle school and high school you know like you said I wouldn't necessarily say I was a bad person especially not then but I would say like my college days and like early 20s I was definitely turning into a bad person but anyway but um you know just living for the world just just doing whatever I wanted to do engaging in whatever type of activity I wanted to just kind of mm -hmm knowing that I had some type of future, but it was dark. It was like no clear path, no clear understanding. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so, you know, throughout the years, the enemy just subtly did things to try to get me to where, you know, he was going to completely try to destroy my life. But little did mm -hmm. I know God was using all that to work it out for my good. So um, one of the major things that I definitely struggled with was relationships. And because of heartbreaking relationships, I'm where I'm at today. 
So just being in and out of hurtful relationships, being hurt by men, giving my body to the wrong person, um, drinking, smoking, just doing that type of stuff, just partying, mm -hmm. just living that life, like getting into fights, um, just being that person. Like I was really a bold sinner. So, I, you know, so I'm like, if I'm going to live for God, I need to be a bold Christian, you know, but right. anyway, so the last situation I dealt with, which I, um, she's talking about your skin pop, but I don't know whose skin it is, but both of us. Oh, let's be yours. I'm like, I need a filter. Okay. <laughs> I've been using this new cream. But anyway, so the last situation I dealt with, which um, I've talked. <laughs> the last situation, Good. which was like my last, my last little um, my last like I gotta give it to God type thing, which I talked about. I I kind of uh, talked about it a little bit in the book, and I've talked about it before. I've shared my testimony was I um, was in a relationship with a guy that I knew was not good for me, um, that I knew was selling drugs. He had a whole nother girlfriend living with her. Just I just completely just let my whole standard and self-love and everything about me that my mom taught me and how I grew up thinking, like everything was just completely different. Like I had them been so sucked into whatever lies the enemy told me that I was just mm. so far gone from who I thought I was going to be. So the last situation, you know, I just found out all this stuff and I found out, you know, I was pregnant. I have shared that before. Yeah. I found out, you know, I found out I was pregnant the same time that I found out he was living with another woman and, you know, he was lying mm. to me doing all this stuff. And, you know, I done told my mama and I did all this. I done, Went around a guy's house trying to beat him up. You know, I'm crazy, Sierra. It is. So, you know, I'm trying yeah. to bust out his windows. I'm trying to key his car and all that stuff, which I did. So, <laughs> so you know, it's just this. I'm just so mad and angry. Like, I didn't care what happened to me at that point. And that's scary when you right. get to that place where you don't care. And so... I, um, so he called the police or whatever case may be. I went home. The police came. You know, I'm about to get arrested. It's just this whole big thing. And then it was crazy because the police officer that um, came, um, he called another one for backup for some reason. Not because I was acting crazy or anything, but, you know, I, God just worked it out. So the police officer that came, he was a Christian and he ministered to me. He was just telling me, man, it was crazy. He was just telling me, you know, God has a plan for you. You can't give up. You can't allow what happened to you to destroy you. You know, God is going to use you to help so many people, you know, just ministering to me because I was, before he came, I was talking to God. I was like, God, because at this time I was actually starting to pray and ask God to get my life together. I'm like, God, you know, I want to do better. I want to get my life together. And I'm thinking because I'm thinking because a man came that that meant that my life was about to get better. I'm like, okay, well, I'm about to get this mm -hmm. man, you know, I'm about to, you know, have his family, you know, do the stuff like that. But, you know, it was really an assignment for the end from the enemy, but God was using it to work mm -hmm. for my good. But, um, so mm -hmm. I had prayed. I was like, God, you know, I'm trying to get my life together. You're going to allow this to happen. I'm all mad at him. And then he said, <laughs> and then he sent the man to minister to me. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you. And I didn't end up going to jail or nothing. I did have to deal with, you know, uh, damage in his car. I had to pay restitution and some girls a mess. But, uh, you know, so at, at that moment I was like, 
you know, I gotta, I gotta take this seriously. I gotta live for God because the mm -hmm. fact that all this happened, I didn't go to jail. I didn't lose my life. I didn't, you know, stuff could have just been so much worse. Like I'm just thinking about everything I've been through, like every mistake that I've made and how God kept me through it all. And I still, you know, I was mad and angry, but I was still in a good position where I could get my life together. So right. I wasn't too far gone. So, you know, the baby situation, I had to make a decision about that. I decided not to keep it because I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to be in that situation with the guy. And that's something that I had to deal with too, just the guilt about that and just feeling like I'm just the worst sinner ever and just stuff like that. It was just, it was just crazy. So I like literally disappeared from like social media for months. I changed my number. I did everything. Like I completely disconnected from everybody so I could focus on, myself and focus on God like just wanting to really see is this thing real like you know people talk mm -hmm. about it but I'm like man is is this real I want to know can God really heal me can he really save me can he really change me and once I gave him my undivided attention once I was really committed to really seeing if this thing was for real man he like like you said it was just he just changed me he just changed me he healed me he gave me understanding about everything that I've been through and why I went through it and, you know, why he allowed certain things to happen. And he just gave me just a new perspective and appreciation for life. And I could just literally feel myself being changed. I could literally feel myself becoming happy. I could literally feel myself just becoming better and my mindset changing and just different things of that nature. And the reason why I go so hard for God is because I literally saw where I was, like, you know, I, I, I felt where I was. Like, I felt moments when I was turning up and doing stuff. I felt moments where I was losing myself, but I was so deep in it, I couldn't get out. And mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, once God delivered me and saved me and everything, like, I'm able to look back and just see what he did and how he just kept me. So it's just like, it's no way that I can be... 50% with God. There's no way I can be 75% with God. I got to be 100. If I was 100 with the world, if I was going hard for mm -hmm. Jeezy, if I was going hard for, you know, all these other people, I got to go right. hard for the one who saved my life and who changed me and who delivered me and who has given me eternal life. You know, and I don't think we understand that sometimes. I don't think we, you know, we don't get it. And, and the thing about it is, um, one of the things, you know, Jesus used a lot of practical stuff in the Bible. One of the things that I've learned to do is be kind of practical with my relationship with God. And one of the things that I always go to is relationships. Like I look at relationships. I love relationships. I love watching them and different things like that. So one of the things I had to do in my walk with God was approach it like a real relationship. Yes, this is God. This is the supreme authority, the supreme ruler. But he created us to have relationship with him. So how did I used to pursue my relationships with other people? I used to talk to them all the time. I used to want to spend time with them all the time. You know, I want to get to know them. I want them to get to know me. And that's what we have to do with our relationship with God. Like you really have to pursue it. Like you pursue the person that you really want to be with. You got to really want to be with God. And when you really want to mm -hmm. be with God, 
you willing to make sacrifices just like you do with other people that you with when you really want to be in a relationship you cut other people off you spend time with that person you know and you got to do the same thing with god you got to cut things off you got to spend time with him and so we approach it that same way you know you're really growing your relationship with god but i feel like i'm talking a lot but yeah girl so no, that is so good <laughs> yeah it's, it's been a it's been a journey but god is he's so good man i just be want other people to experience it because I've engaged in stuff that, you know, a lot of people, this generation, you know, we like to party, we like to look good, we like to get the likes on Instagram, we like to be popular. We like, I've done mm -hmm. all of that. I mastered a lot of it, and I was still unhappy. I was still broken. I still was dealing with daddy issues, self-esteem issues, anger, uh, just different stuff that, you know, people wouldn't know because you're portraying an image but when we ever really allow god to deal with us man you would just be amazed at where he's gonna take you and what he's gonna do mm -hmm. you know what's interesting <laughs> and i just talked about this dogs. Hold on. shut up <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, <you're great>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay so Wait, hold on. Really let me move though what's really interesting about what you said is something that i prayed about two days ago and it's about waiting and what i like about your story is that you're basically saying i've been through it all and i'm looking at where you are now and not knowing that you've been through all these things. And it's important that people, that they realize that what they're going through is for a reason. And I'm pretty sure that it's somebody that's listening now or that's going to listen in the future and that's going to relate to what you've been through. And they can see where you are right now and know that it's hope for them and they can be used. And it's, it's kind of the opposite of how we feel as as humans. We feel like because we've been through everything, that's why we can't do certain things or that's why we can't have that deep relationship with God when it's actually the opposite because that's not the kind of God that we serve. But for, I want to say for younger people, how did God become so real to you to where you pursue him as a relationship how do you become real and just tangible because you know we can't see god we can feel him we can hear from him but what would you tell a real person that just really feels like how why how am i gonna have a relationship with god like how am i gonna talk to him mm -hmm. well of course like you know we always say prayer prayer is foundational in your relationship with god that's how you communicate with him that's how you get to know him that's one of the ways you spend time with him. So prayer has to become a part of your everyday life. Even if you don't feel like you know how to pray, it's not really a, a way. I think, you know, we see people and think like, oh, they know how to pray. So I don't know how to pray like them. So I don't want to pray. But it's a conversation mm -hmm. with God. It's, it, it, it's you being honest. God already know what's going on with you. He just wants to connect with you and wants, you to, wants to know that you desire him. You desire him to know. You desire him to um to interrupt whatever you have going on so that he can um so that he can provide or whatever it is that he needs to do 
But uh, another thing is we experience we experience God through just walking with him each and every day. Like, we experience God through different situations. It, it just depends. Like, if you in a situation that you need, you're in need of something. You experience God by by testing your faith. You experience God by uh, taking him at his word. So if he says he's going to provide for you and you don't have, then you go to God and you put him to the test. You put his word to the test. You you grow in your relationship with God even though you don't you don't see him. You grow in your relationship with him by experiencing him, by walking mm -hmm. with him, by experiencing what he said in his word. Um you're not going to experience God by just knowing he well you may not experience God to the level you're supposed to by just knowing he exists. You have to really walk through what he said he would do and who he is. So you won't know right. that God is a healer until maybe you go through a situation that you're sick and mm. you need healing or that you're heartbroken and you go to God and he heals your heart. You may not know God is a deliverer until you completely give it, give any addiction or any, you know, thing that you're struggling with to him and allow him to deliver you from it. You're just not going to have that type of understanding of God until you really experience who he said he is. And you experience who he said he is by trusting in him to be who he said he is mm -hmm. and taking what you have, everything you have, everything you're dealing with, you take it to him, you know, and then he will, he will reveal himself to you. He's, he's not going to not be God. He's going to be God. Cause that's who he is. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's going to be God. Amen. So the answer to that question I got is just trust God in a situation that you are in right now. And I hate to say it, but especially talking to a young person we're not saying that you have to go through something in order to experience who God is, but it's inevitable. We're all going to have issues. Right. It can be something very small, very minor. You can be failing in school. Mm -hmm. You could be disconnecting with your parents at home. It's when in that instant when you're going through something, when you just trust in God and you turn to him for answers instead of the world. And that's when you really start getting to know who he is right. and you know him. For exactly. Very true. That's good. So you wrote your first book, Healing After Heartbreak, um, a five step guide to women. And you talked about it a little bit. So what you've been through was that the inspiration the sole inspiration of your book or was it something that you saw that was needed yeah i, I would say it's a combination um uh, i think i used my experiences definitely but i saw mm -hmm. the need for it i saw the need in me first it was a need in me going through those years because a lot of times our behavior is because we're dealing with something eternally. So I was dealing with a lot of brokenness mm -hmm. and stuff. And I know that mm -hmm. a lot of people deal with that. A lot of people, we don't deal with our issues. We, you know, try to drink it away. We try to smoke it away. We try to sex it away. We try to do everything else other than heal. And healing is so powerful because once you're healed, you're able to really become who God called and created you to be. You, you're really able to tap into 
different dimensions and just different understanding because you're no longer being bound by whoever hurt you or whatever hurt you. So I just saw a need. I think one day I was just scrolling on Facebook and I just saw like um, so many of my peers, which I used to be too, you know, just angry, angry at men, angry at other mm -hmm. people, angry at women, angry at people that betrayed me. And I was like, dang, man, like, I just wish I could help. You know, I'd be, I'd be wanting to help. And, you know, just God gave me that, that idea for the book, like, really quick. I wrote it, you know, stuff that he already deposited in me. So it wasn't, it wasn't hard to do. Um, but, but yeah, it, it was definitely a need. It was a need and it was definitely something I experienced. So I just wanted to share my experience and just help somebody else. Cause that's all I try to do and want to do. Just help somebody else, just help somebody just be the best them that they can be because that's my desire to be the best me I can be. Right. Oh, that's so good. So, um... Bridget, talking about